Welcome all professional wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by the fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us. This is episode 80. They said that we wouldn't make it past episode 7, but here we are at episode 80. And when I say they, I don't know who I'm talking about. Statistically, maybe. That's, what they, <laughs> that's uh, We're not supposed to make it past 7 episodes. Anyway, I am your host. The grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, singer, and guitarist of Fallbright, who just had a great couple weekends of shows, talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And um, this week, I am adding in, I am the world's biggest CM Punk mark. Yeah, baby. And you can all cry your delicious tears, and I will drink them. And we'll talk about CM Punk at the end. Um, and I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop Collector, Booker, Andy. And I'm also your host, the no selling wrestling indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. Well, besides CM Punk, even though I am the world's biggest CM Punk mark this week, we're going to be talking about Jeff Hardy returning, Cody Rhodes addressing WWE Universe, and more. But first... And I'm going to say it every week until you all do it. Head on over to YouTube.com, search for the PW Fan, where we kindly ask you to subscribe. For all other social media, you can uh, find us by searching at the PW Fan. And uh, Andy, I'm going to pass it over to you and I'll let you take it from here, man, because we got some stuff to talk about this week. All right. Uh, Raw opened up this week with uh, Rey Mysterio. He opened up the show. Um, Dominic... You know, it didn't take long for him to come out. And uh, he eventually, you know, basically called Balor to come out. And this would lead to a match between Ray and Finn Balor, where the winner was Finn in the end. And I believe it was because of uh, some sort of distraction from Damian Priest or Dominic, one of the two. But either way, it was a, it was a win by Balor because of a, um, interference. Uh, a little while later, we cut to Lita has been attacked backstage, and uh, Trish is then set to replace Lita in the uh, women's tag team championship match. So it's gonna come be on. We Trish all know. We all know where this Liv is Morgan. going, right? Yep, Trish and Becky versus Liv and Raquel, defending uh, or Trish and Becky are defending the titles against uh, Liv Morgan, Raquel uh, Rodriguez. Um, winners of this match were Liv and um, Raquel. Afterwards, it seemed like, you know, Becky's Becky and Trish are like, oh, it's all right. Becky starts to leave the ring, and uh, Trish attacks Becky. Now, I think I'd mentioned it before, or at least to you guys. I thought, and other people seem to have thought, that uh, Trish was going to turn at Mania to lead to a match with Becky at SummerSlam, but... Looks like the rumors were true, just uh, later than they originally thought. So, um, I still think though this will eventually lead to not backlash, but SummerSlam. Trish what, and uh, Becky. What do you think about you know the two of you grew up watching the same era as I did? Obviously, what do the two of you think about Trish being back as a a prominent role? And also, if you remember. She's she was good as a heel back in what was it WrestleMania twenty with Christian. Mm-hmm. I th- I think she's better as a heel. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Or I like her. Yeah, I mean, she's. I like her either way, but since doing her unretiring, she hasn't been a heel. So this well, is the but, first time yeah. since it's it's hard back. to it's hard to make legends a heel. It's like you know when they tried to make Edge the heel with Judgment Day, it just felt like weird. But yeah, if but you have to be around for a little bit for it to be right. a heel because that I nostalgia th- will like wear off a little bit. Right, I think like if you like if you know we'll get into it later. But if Punk comes back, he could probably have a crazy heel run. So we'll see how that goes. he should be a heel. If he comes back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, new women's tag team champions, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Um, and as we're watching Raw, I had read today that Becky would not be here, but I think it's because of an injury some sort. So, yeah. um, Cody Rhodes addresses the WWE Universe. They said Cody was going to address the the fans about the week prior when Brock attacked him. Um, so Cody's in the ring. One of the things he said is his friend Matt, which if you know Cody Rhodes, he's probably talking about Matt Cardona. He says, friend Matt said, being in the main event of WrestleMania is a win in itself. At this point in your career, do wins and losses even matter? Um, and he said, yes, you know, of course they matter. They have to matter. Uh, he said, if he's ever going to challenge for the championship again, he's got to earn it. Um, and that's not his thought. That's what Heyman and Roman, uh, their thoughts are, that he has to earn it. And he says, earn it. He says, I am it. I don't. That doesn't really make sense to me. But <laughs> um, Just real quick about the Matt Cardona yeah, thing. He talks about what... Yeah. L- little crossover here. I'm a huge fan of the major wrestling figure podcast. I've cut Matt Cardona's hair. I've uh, hung out with Mark Sterling and Brian at their shows at Jimmy Seafood in Baltimore. Um, I did listen to their episode this week, and they always have a live chat going as they record their podcast. And this week, everybody was freaking out saying, Matt, Cody just shouted you out on Raw. And he was like, nah, what do you say? What do you say? And then they read him the quote that Andy just said. And <laughs> Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zack Ryder, was like, yep, I did tell him that. So it was definitely him. <laughs> yep. I mean, I've never heard Cody talk about anyone else saying Matt, so I, I just assumed, but yeah. that just confirms it. Um, so Cody goes on to talk about what Brock did. <clears throat> And he says, uh, Brock is uncertain about me, how me being in the WWE is going to affect him. He said, if you're Brock Lesnar, why would you ever be uncertain about yourself? And he says, am I scared of Brock Lesnar? Yes, I'd be crazy not to be, but I still want to fight Brock Lesnar. Uh, Cody goes on uh, to say that he's going to strike Brock when he least expects it and wants Brock to eventually feel like the prey. While Cody's the predator, since, you know, Brock is always the predator when it comes to facing anyone. Basically. That's not going to happen. No. So then he issues a challenge uh, to Brock to, I hate, I typed it out, I hate saying it, to WrestleMania Backlash. It's called Backlash. I thought they took off the WrestleMania. Well, Cody called it WrestleMania Backlash. Ugh. Oh, that's so. right, Vince is back. Uh, yeah. He's like, yeah. God damn, pal, make the name longer. 
Um, so I think tonight, as we're recording this, Brock is going to respond to uh, Cody's challenge. He was not there the week that we're talking about right now. So yeah. and, uh, his uh, apparently a lot crashes. of security is security extras yeah. are like twenty of them. So something's going to go down. It's going to be a pull so. apart brawl. Yeah, basically. Um, it was announced that Logan Paul has re-signed with WWE on a multi-year deal. I mean, clearly that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what? I mean, how would work his schedule? Like, he works, like, what, every, every big period, that's it? So, his... The big four. If he just re-signed a new deal, that means his, yeah. his first deal was only... Um, was only like a year. Nah, mania to mania. Oh, only yeah. he has wrestled mania twice, That's right? Smart on his part. He yeah. did mania against Miz, then he did crown jewel against Roman. He's self-made. What if he decides he doesn't want to do this anymore? Then he only has to do it a year. Yeah. Who did he face at SummerSlam? He no faced someone. Is it Seth Rollins? No, that was WrestleMania. No. Uh, oh well. Oh well. Oh well. Um, moving forward, EO Sky versus or EO Sky versus Piper Niven versus Mia Yim, number one contenders match. This seemed randomly put together, but Bailey originally was in EO Sky spot, and then Dakota Kai and EO said it should be one of them, so EO was in that spot. Uh, number one contenders match for Bianca Belair's title. Winner was Io Sky. So at some point, I don't think it's going to be at Backlash, at WrestleMania Backlash. I think it's going to be on a Raw or something. We're going to get Bianca Belair versus Io Sky. Um, and then our main event was Kevin Owens versus Solo Sokoa. Winner was Solo. Uh, the Usos and Solo attack afterwards. Then Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle come out uh, to help Kevin Owens. And then my question, but it was apparently announced this Monday, so or tonight actually. Yeah. Jeremy Shy just announced it. Yeah, it's official. So at Backlash, it's going to be Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Matt Riddle versus the Bloodline of the Usos and Solo Sokoa. I, I if mean, if you're wondering, if you don't remember why Matt Riddle is in, it's because Solo took him out. For months, that was Riddle's last time on television. He was like, "This was the last time before I did methamphetamine that I was on television." (laughs) All right, no, he did not do methamphetamine. (laughs) He did not. Disclaimer: MDMA. If you want to be (laughs) exact, (laughs) if you want to tell, way better, way better. It was cocaine MDMA. Yeah, and then he dated a bunch of porn stars. I don't know, something like that. Well, you're allowed um, to you're allowed to date whoever you want, man, woman, porno, regular, 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 missionary. So, so that wraps up Raw. We can get into. Um, Dynamite, if you guys want. Do you have anything else you'd like to 
like to add? I just want to add in one more time that Matt so. Riddle did not do methamphetamine. Just for the uh, upcoming <laughs> the upcoming legal case that's just probably coming our way. <laughs> yeah, because they they watch the show. He's a huge yeah, listener. Can't afford that, Tim. Come on. I can't afford to be sued by a WWE superstar. <laughs> superstar. <laughs> Uh, you don't think that's so funny that that only happened because his voice cracked really is that really yeah because he didn't do that on purpose like when uh what's his name tony chimmel i think it is right the announcer the rated r superstar edge (laughs) because he did that and his voice cracked and then like edge laughed at him but then it was like they made it a thing oh and in regards to logan paul his first match at Mania was a tag match with Miz against Dominic and Ray. Then he faced Roman at Crown Jewel. Then solo match between him and Miz at SummerSlam. Here you can watch. Oh, that's right. You got, and then that's where he got hurt. If you're if you're on uh, YouTube right now, you can watch the uh, Raw taping through my sunglasses. That way we don't get in trouble for copyright. There you go. Bianca. All right, let's get a dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the dynamite. Uh, dynamite opened up with a terrible a match, segment. Uh, Darby Allen, Darby Allen versus no, well, it was just a random Darby guy. and Sting, no, or MJF, Darby, it? no, it was it was Darby and Swerve. Ugh. Uh, Swerve, Swerve oh, Darby right, Allen right. won. Yeah, what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> Isaiah Swerve Scott from NXT. Ah, okay. Um. This leads to, though, a in-ring segment between him and um, MJF. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, there was a lot that was said here. Uh, before Sting came out, uh, I believe, you know, he was taunting Darby, um, reminding him that he had beaten him with, like, a while ago with a simple, like, takeover headlock or something like that. Yeah. That's why he yeah. kept saying that. Um, so then Darby cut, you know, a really passionate uh, promo, one of the best, I'd say, on his part. He says, I don't like things. I just like being goth. <laughs> well, he spoke of he spoke about therapy and how he uh, he'll never change himself for success and how he's yeah. known MJF for a while. And, you know, um, he talked about how was this the promo he talked about Max being happy? Yeah. And the one funny part is when he said, like, about, it was talking about therapy and all that stuff. He's like, I was able to buy my parents a house. He's like, and no, Sting is not my dad. He's just my best friend in the company. <laughs> um, and Sting's like, yeah. Woo! Yeah, MJF did his catchphrase and he said, he yelled <laughs> about all Sting. Said, that's about all Sting's good for phrase. right now. But, yeah, to what you said, Jeremy, he said, with the money I made from AEW, I bought my parents a house and helped my dad retire. Uh, he said, I'm not oh, going right. to lower, lower my morals to be somebody in this world. MJF said, that's the difference between me and you and the other two pillars. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to leave a legacy in this sport. Yeah. Uh, eventually, Sting, though, comes out. That's and right. Sting says, I see myself as a cheerleader. I got a fever, and the only cure for my fever is more pom-poms, and then throws pom-poms at MJF. Oh. This is terrible. Yeah, um, that was way too many pom-poms. 
And then he talks about, he brings up Cody about how Cody was someone that MJF looked up to. And then Sting's like, yeah, I said Cody and the truth hurts, doesn't it, Max? Um, how Cody that was, was That was probably the, the only good part that he actually said. Um, he said, he Max. Retirement saying, I'm just going to. Did he say Max like 5,000 times every time cut, Sting cuts a promo so. on, on somebody? He's like, listen, Max. And Max, let me tell you, Max. I'll, say you, I'll tell you this right <laughs> now, Max. Well, Darby Allen said Max. I know that. But Sting yeah. hinted at retirement said, I'm just going to be real with everyone. And you, showtime is almost over. And Darby Allen says, this plastic world is not taking me alive, Max. I'm leaving the same person I came in, and I'm also leaving as the AEW world champion. Um, so that wraps I up highly beginning segment. doubt it. They, t- Sting talked about Cody Daycare. Um, yeah. So that wraps up that first segment. Uh, we had Wardlow destroying Hobbs's car with a bat um jay white and juice robinson talked about how they are in aw their bullet club gold whatever that is exactly or how it's (laughs) different um bullet club gold why does there have to be so many iterations of it i don't know it's just too sweet There's a segment with Ethan Page, uh, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy come out. Uh, he talks about Andy, he said the contracts. Matt Hardy, what? do you think? Do you think uh, Marty Scroll will ever become part of Bullet Club? Bullet Club Gold. Bullet Club. Um, the club. <laughs> will Will Marty Scroll ever become part of the club? Wrestling in Puerto Rico. Why is he? He'll show up at Backlash. I, I'm just just wondering why is he wrestling in Puerto Rico? Because it's the only place we're hiring. Will... Yeah. <laughs> Do you sorry. Really know why other places will No, hire? no. Is just, just, it? It yeah. just, sorry. It just gets me every time. All right. Continue. Because I don't want to talk about that. Um, yeah. It's a family friendly show. Uh, Matt Hardy <laughs> said that the contract that Ethan Page signed to face Hook, he said the contract said that if Hook defeats Ethan Page, then Matt Hardy and Private Party are no longer under the dominion of the firm. And then this is the part that confused me, he said, and Matt gets to choose their next match, as well as the location and the stipulation. And then Matt says the stipulation is when they win, Matt Hardy and Private Party are no longer a part of the firm. Isn't that what the first contract against Hook (laughs) Yeah, I was like... No longer under the dominion of the firm. What is that? That means you're out of the firm. And then Matt Hardy and Private Party are no longer a part of the firm. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of, um, you know, a few weeks ago, my girlfriend broke up with me, and she said that she didn't want to be my girlfriend anymore. And this confused me for a minute. And then I thought to myself, she doesn't want to be my girlfriend. She wants to be my wife. She wants to be my wife. Moving forward. <laughs> Lee Moriarty and Big Bill <laughs> run out and attack. Hook comes out and starts attacking, but the numbers become too much for them. And then the Hardy Boys music plays, and Jeff Hardy returns and comes down with a chair. And he hits Big Bill, and Big Bill looks at him as he's bent over and waits for the chair shot. And he hits Ethan Page, and Ethan Page looks at him, 
and he waits for the chair <laughs> shot. I hate that spot. It's terrible. Me and too. Jeff Hardy hit a uh, hit a swanton bomb. So Jeff Hardy is back. Crushed him. Even though Matt Hardy said, it's going to be six, eight weeks, because that's literally what we mentioned last week. Yeah. Thoughts. Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. He's in really good shape. I'll give him that. Yeah, but I'm I'm conflicted about how I feel. I'm like happy he's back, but he shouldn't be back. Tim, I hope you're all right, dude. That's all I got to say about it. <laughs> you know you're listening. Huge okay. listener. His eye does look weird. What I know, it's still like healing. It just looks like yeah. They said basically he he's not going to do any like physical stuff for the next few weeks because he's not actually cleared for a full match. But they wanted to get him on TV. Look, yeah. As a fan, I I said last week, I want to see Jeff Hardy wrestling. As a human, it does make me worried. (laughs) Yes. As a human. Uh, As a compassionate human who yeah, doesn't wonder, want anything bad to happen to people, like I don't yeah. want him to do anything stupid, you know. I wonder if his first match back will be at next pay per view's double or well, nothing, right? It's gonna be a ladder match where he's gonna jump off a twenty foot ladder. God, and into a pool of booze. <laughs> yeah. That's some that's some shit that WWE would do. Like when they had Sheamus, like his storyline with Sheamus was like Jeff was drinking and oh, driving yeah. and hit Elias. This is all during yeah. the Thunderdome. And then like they brought Jeff in the ring and they were surrounded by like bottles and like a like a bartender like yeah, They're like and then Jeff. His, it all culminated him and Sheamus. You're an alcoholic. In a match with him versus Sheamus inside of a bar. Like uh <laughs> So I don't bad. even, dude. So I don't bad. even remember yeah. that. That's how bad it was. I blocked that out because it was it, it was it, COVID so. time. You didn't watch. I couldn't stand the Thunderdome. Really? I couldn't stand wrestling during COVID time. As if any new listeners don't understand, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't. I hated seeing like Billy you, Gunn you and his out. sons like cheering in the audience during AEW and the Thunderdome during WWE. Yeah, but you missed out on some like. I don't know. I, there wasn't anything amazing. I don't think like any great some all time but... terrible. <laughs> you missed out on like some of the craziest. Dude, things one, ever. one of the best matches though that Tim's never seen that happened in the Thunderdome was at I don't remember the pay per view. It might have been Backlash. Cesaro versus Roman Reigns was freaking amazing. That yeah. Was a very, well, let very me ask you this: match. If a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to see it. Just throwing well, that out there. 20 cameras filming it, so it did happen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's move forward. The Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club with no members from Blackpool or Europe. Oh, wait, no. Europe is definitely in there, but not from England <laughs> sorry, sorry. at all. The Europe uh, Combat Club with the European Combat Club. They destroy Brandon Cutler. None of them are European Michael- or from Blackpool. Just throwing that out there one more well, time. Cesar is European. Cesar's European. That's why. I Isn't he French Canadian? He's Swiss. No. Swiss. Oh, yeah. Like he has the flag. He's a Swiss entrance. Superman. Swiss Superman. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Claudio Castagnoli. He just wants um, to make a little so bit BCC... of a, a, Italian pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. The BCC, dis- <laughs> the BCC destroyed <laughs> Brandon Cutler and Michael Naka 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 the fuck off Nakazawa. Um. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, he was a guy. Busted up in Brandon Cutler though. Dude, Nakazawa was a guy. He's who hasn't been around and yeah, Brandon Cutler is bleeding and it's behind his plastic mask and Jesus. Uh, Kenny Omega comes out, uh, no shirt and his jeans. He comes out like he's gonna take on the whole Blackpool Combat Club by himself. (laughs) He's like then from behind. He's like I will take on return from anyone except for CM Punk because I'm a coward and I won't actually talk to him in a room in real life. <laughs> we're not even at that segment you, yet. Yeah, we're not even there, dude. Save Sorry. It. It's been bursting out of me. <laughs> but uh, is, this is your next favorite people then. What oh, so then the Bucks, you know, come out and attack. And ah, so two two more cowards. Come, obviously. Brothers of cowardly. <laughs> <laughs> next week we're gonna have even less viewers because Tim's <laughs> Announced in the beginning, yeah. he's diehard. <laughs> Mark, he said, actually. Um, yeah, I want to make you all. Yeah, let me taste your tears. Cry for me. I want to. I want to taste them. <laughs> Our main event of the show was Chris Jericho versus Keith Lee. The winner was Chris Jericho not a very good via match. no via swerve. Uh, hit Lee with a weapon. Yeah, the whole it's become a meme now with the whole uh, segment where he's holding Jericho and slowly brings him up for the power bomb. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam Cole comes out afterwards to help Keith Lee and kind of ignores Which, Jericho, like doesn't give him the time of day. Part of that was kind of funny because I was like, you know, WWE had that idea of making Adam Cole the manager for Keith Lee and for Raw. Budge. Yep, they were gonna make him cut his hair. And call him Budge. <laughs> Budge, yeah. yeah, that's Budge. right. Butch, Butch for Pete Dunne and Budge for Adam Cole. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, so this coming Wednesday, we're having a face to face with Jericho and Adam Cole. That was announced. Yeah. All right, let's get the smack down. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn open up the show. Usos and Solo Sokoa come out. They have a back and forth promo. Uh, Heyman's with them, and he he basically says that Roman Reigns is tired of you, but he's pointing at Sammy and Kevin while looking at the Usos from the side. So he's really saying, obviously, that Roman, that they better get the job done, or Roman's, he's getting yeah. tired of, like, them not having the titles or whatever. Um... Uh, yeah, so the bloodline surrounds the ring. Matt Riddle comes um, comes out, and both gr- groups brawl with one another. And like we said, the, in- the match was announced for WrestleMania Backlash um, coming up. Damian Priest comes out with Rhea and Dominic. There's a segment between uh, or with them. Damian Priest, I don't like him on the mic. He's fucking terrible. Um, LWO come out. This leads to Santos Escobar versus Damian Priest. Uh, the LWO get attacked after the match, and Rey Mysterio comes out and helps them out and attacks um, the Judgment Day, or Dominic and Damian, I should say. Uh, Liv Morgan, Raquel come out there, and then uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville come out. Looks like they want to be next in line for um, the Women's Tag Team Championships. Still waiting on the uh, 
What's Chelsea Green's alter ego? That hot mess. It's gonna happen. I'm telling you. Yeah. I hope it does. I'm waiting for it. Because it, it's I, really uh, the, the reason why I think it's like actually gonna happen in all seriousness, seriousness is what's the payoff of the Karen character? That she's just annoying. Yeah, there has to be something, right? Like it's just like she's there's gotta go be crazy. something. Yeah. Which would be great. Yeah, and that that's a really good payoff then. Because she'll lose she'll lose all these matches and then she'll get I'm sure she'll yeah. it'll probably end with her wearing like some pretty dress that she's super stoked about. This is what they I think that what they kinda did in TNA. And then like someone's gonna ruin it and like dump I'll take stuff a TNA up. idea and make it better. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, Shinsuke Nakamura returned this week after months of I'm crazy. We've been, dude, we've been asking about him. Where's, where's Shinsuke? Yeah. Well, the last match that he had wasn't even in WWE. It was his great Muda's final match. Mm. Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Cause I haven't seen so, him since. Shinsuke returned. He was Jeremy before the show started. Was talking to me about how he liked Shinsuke's gear. He came out in like an all black robe with hood over him, and um, yeah, it cool. wasn't like a guitar Shinsuke like shit like with the band that's playing in the video. Like yeah. it wasn't the. It was like his original like NXT uh, debut main roster one before they added the electric guitar and. Yeah, and the they, vocals yeah. like there's no more vocals of it of someone saying. Uh, but he came yeah, out. Yeah, that's when he was a heel, wasn't it? Yeah, that's when it started. Um, he came yeah. out. He faced Madcap Moss. Winner was Shinsuke. Rumor is Madcap's going to turn heel. I don't care for him. Make me care for him. I don't care for him right now. <laughs> Make uh, me care for him. <laughs> yeah. There's a video that pops up. Uh, TikTok for Shinsuke. So Karrion Cross has his sights set on Shinsuke Nakamura. Tim loves Karrion Cross. It's his favorite SmackDown superstar. Is it the hairy guy? Karrion Cross is at the same level of Damon Priest for me. He has hair heat. He's hairy. The hair heat guy. Yeah. No, who was the the hairy guy? He had like hairy hair- guy? Yeah, he was hairy. He had hair Killian over- Dane? Killian Dane, yeah. Yeah. Carrying Cross, yeah, Killian like Dane. Hair. You know. Same <laughs> shit. Mean, they look completely different, but uh Killian <laughs> yeah, Dane is married to Killian Dane, I'm pretty sure, is married to uh Nikki Cross. She's Nikki. To to Naked Cross. Um <laughs> I'd see her. Uh okay. The Viking Raiders uh, attacked Braun Strowman and Ricochet backstage. And then the main event was Matt Riddle versus Sola Sokoa, you know, getting back at him for taking him out for four months because he wasn't Tony Conning it up or anything. <laughs> oh, um, my God. He was too, he was too much on, too, too much methamphetamine. <laughs> again, that's not, again, that's, that's not, not that's not doing. why, that's not why he was suspended. Again, that's not why, but we're going to keep saying it. Don't worry. It's hey, not look, why. Dustin, just, look, Dusty Rhodes' son is on TV. Adrenaline you think it's in gonna... my soul. Did you know my dad was Dusty Rhodes? <laughs> <laughs> All 
right, so Matt Merrill versus Sosa. He's Segura. like, I'm not going to talk about him, but did you know my dad's Dusty Rhodes? I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you know this or not, guys, but my dad is Dusty Rhodes. Just, just throwing that out there. <laughs> you have to start crying before you say it too. Someone go to CVS. I just ran out of bleach. <laughs> have you guys heard this? I thought did he say something did he say something in the beginning about a bruised hole? Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you saying bruised soul or hole? Adrenaline in his hole. In his hole? Yeah. Oh my God! His hole. <laughs> He's got a bruised ego, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> what hole are we talking here? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's TikTok. Um, are you saying boy's soul or hole? Oh my God! I paid the troll to. Was this the episode from It's Always Sunny? Well, boy's soul. <laughs> um. Okay. Usos and Kevin Owens and Sammy versus Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn title match is set for two weeks away. Uh, KO and Sammy and the Usos are all at ringside during Matt Riddle and Solo Sokoa. The Usos distract and the winner is Solo. Uh, afterwards, Solo does a Uranagi to Riddle onto the announce table and it does not break. So Solo decides to flip the table on top of it. And that concludes SmackDown. Let's get into Rampage, which we rarely ever talk Rampage? about. Rampage? What the yeah. hell? FTR, we have an FTR segment. Uh, they say FTR says that we're stuck with them for another four <coughs> years, so that means they re-sign their contract. And they also say though that they're done wrestling after four years. They're retiring. We're done with it. That's all we get. That's all she goes. It's gonna be a big four uh, years for them. Backstage, we have Hook, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. Um, Jeff Hardy says. He allowed his own personal heaven to collapse. So over the last nine months, he's had to slowly crawl out of his own personal hell. And there were I had my demons he had coming for he said me. There were three things he had to do. He, he said there were three things he had to do to be where he needed to be. And this part didn't make sense to me. He said, he said the conviction, the eye surgery, and the return to AEW. What is the convention? And, so, and then you burn Jack, the man. Jack was of, in the house, man. Court How could convention. you do that, man? <laughs> Anybody? Do you guys remember that when at WrestleMania when Matt Hardy lit his dog on fire? He's like, and Jack was oh in the God. Jack was in the house, man. And you burned my house down, dude. Hey, this is Jack Russell. Okay. Yeah. He's like, do you quit, Jeff? He's like, neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> um, Seats taken. So, <laughs> Matt Hardy announced that Hook, Jeff, Matt, and Isaiah Cassidy are going to take on the firm at the Hardy compound. Oh, my. But why? Because Jeff's like, I'm going to be I honest. Don't I don't think I should be getting back in a ring right now. But if you guys want to come to my backyard, <laughs> I am down to do that. <laughs> 
All right, let's wrap up Rampage <laughs> with the Jericho Appreciation Society rap. Oh, this is the best segment. The nipples. Best segment. Uh, so last week. So here's here's Daddy Magic's rap. You ready? Here we go. Last week on Rampage. Hold on, hold on. You got you got to say like what the segment's called first, Andy. And also say it how he said. I just it. said the Jericho Appreciation Society rap. No, this is the segment for you, Booker Andy segment. Do you want to know what makes Booker Andy's nipples hard? Yes. <laughs> Tell us. Well, it was this segment. It was this segment. This week. It was this segment. So Daddy Magic starts with the rep. It's him and the You ring. love Daddy Magic. Cool Just hand. admit. Just, Daddy, admit, Daddy just admit that he's like, you're one of your favorites. Dude, he's great. He's great on me. I love him. So Daddy Magic's in the ring, Cool Hands in the ring, and uh, Jack Thwagger is in, or Jack JK <laughs> is in the ring. Uh, Daddy Magic raps. To, you're first. not allowed to say that. They That's talk about how e- they talk. They talk <laughs> about how easy rapping is because they're feeding with the acclaimed. So he says, he says, last week on Rampage, we caught you <laughs> off guard. That's what makes Daddy Magic's nipples hard. Yeah. <laughs> And then about. he said, his, his second line is, joining the JAS, it's a no-brainer. Everyone wants to be a sport entertainer. Uh, yeah, that, Andy, you were loving it. So then uh, Cool Hand rapped, and Jake Hager rapped. He rapped about his hat, and he, it ended with, I like this hat. Stupid-ass purple bucket He's hat. like, uh, I was dancing. Like Mick Jagger. <laughs> you know, they used to call me Jack Thwagger. Jack Thwagger. <laughs> See, that would have been a better rap than uh, than what actually happened with it. Yeah. Um, so then the acclaimed, the acclaimed ends up uh, coming out, and um, Billy Gunn has scissors, and Anthony Bowens holds down Daddy Magic. Daddy Magic's on his knees, and... They Anthony almost did Bowen choppy says, choppy nipple nipple instead of choppy choppy pee pee. Yeah, instead of choppy choppy pee pee, it was choppy choppy nipple this week. Anthony Bowen <laughs> says, "Let's see how hard Daddy Magic's nipples are." Billy Gunn holds up scissors to cut off Daddy Magic's nipples, and Daddy Magic's yelling, "You guys are sick!" He's like, "What is wrong <laughs> with you?" <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when he's holding him up, Anthony Bowen's goes, "Scissor him, Daddy has," <laughs> and. Uh, he gets pulled out of the ring so they don't get to chop off Daddy Magic's nipples. Well, he needs um, them for he needs them th- for another sure week for his out, character. I think they <laughs> yeah, yell out like them. yell out uh, "Get your gross nipples out of here" or something like that. <laughs> um, but that's all with Rampage. Let's let's go to the CM Punk stuff. All right, I'm gonna read what I sent you all first. Black like Mussolini. You know, there's Kennedy. other lyrics to that song, right? So, CM Punk's AEW return is essentially happening. Reports came out saying that CM Punk has pitched ideas for his return to television. In fact, Chris Jericho and Punk also met along with FTR and Tony Khan to see if anything could be worked out. They had a meeting, but we're still waiting to see what they said. In the meantime, it appears that the result was positive. Um... It's also said that the story here is that CM Punk is essentially happening. I know for a fact that Warner has been told he is coming back. 
They are very much aware of the situation. Andrew Zarian uh, went on to state that talks between Punk and the Elite have yet to take place with Matt and Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks. Uh, the uh, Young Bucks are particularly reluctant to work with the former star. It was previously reported that Kenny Omega might be more open to working with CM Punk than the Young Bucks. After all, Punk only dragged, really only dragged the Young Bucks during the media scrum. So, thoughts? You two. Tim, do you want to go first? Yeah, I've got it right now. You two jabronis would be even lucky to even get in the same ring as CM Punk. Let alone work with the man. Before you continue, can I say what Joey Janela said about CM Punk? God. All right. What does a he guy that? <laughs> what does a guy? What does a? What does the backyard wrestler guy have to say about it? <laughs> well, remember what CM Punk said about the Moxley stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, he pitched this Rocky idea. I've never seen Rocky." Yeah. So Joey Janela said, "Okay, guys, here it is. I'll work with CM Punk only on one condition: he watches every Rocky movie in a row and live streams it like Shia LaBeouf watching his own film." <laughs> Joey Janela, you would never be so lucky to even step foot in the same ring as that guy. Just throwing it What's out. What's his there. nickname? The Sucky the Wrestler. No, it's uh, Joey <laughs> Nutella. Or oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> jelly Nutella. Or Je- jelly, jelly Nutella. <laughs> So, Jeremy, you had said... Uh, in this has been a mean... That, you know what? This has been a mean-spirited be... episode, but I hate everyone, so I'm just going <laughs> to... You had said group chat that AW, AW will be in Chicago June 21st. Yeah, that's when they plan on... I think they said either bring them back then or around that time. So, that show is going to be crazy, either way. Tim, I also want to say... Uh, what was your guess exactly on Wembley Stadium? What did you say, 40,000? 40, oh, 40, yeah. How many are in reserve right now, Jeremy? Haven't been bought, but they're... 50,000 pre-sale right now, sign-ups. So, if at least all of them buy one ticket, that's already beating your guess. I'll tell you one thing, if Punk happens... Uh, that's going to be another at least 20,000, I think. So it'll be 70,000. Also, Tim, did you see the meme Jeremy sent of this Punk situation? <laughs> Which one? Probably he didn't uh, see it. No, he didn't see it. So, it's a picture of the guys from um, Pawn Stars, and above it says, "We want CM Punk versus Elite." Tony <laughs> Khan says, "Best I can do is Punk versus Jericho." <laughs> a match that it's nobody terrible. wants. I don't want. Yeah. <laughs> Punk versus uh, Punk versus Kenny Omega at Wembley would they'd sell some tickets. Yeah, Punk versus any of the elite. Uh, I'm like, that's that's the way they, the way they Punk need to FTR go. Punk and FTR versus Kenny and yeah, that would be Bookie. the perfect match. So what's your you can't hot do take, anyone Tim? else? What's your yeah. hot take, Tim? The, the take you've been saying the entire show. You're like, I'll talk about it when we get there. <laughs> that's the goat right there. And you all should be bowing at this man's feet and be thankful that he's even willing to come back and grace you with his presence after all you ungrateful pieces of crap 
basically forced him to go away. <laughs> That's my hot take on it. You're lucky that he's even considering coming back around again. You ungrateful pieces of Yeah, I see. That's it. what makes Daddy Tim's nipples. That's hard. what my that, you know. That's <laughs> that's what's making my nipples hard. Think about all about all you crying when, when cult of personality hits. You guys can all just be <laughs> sad about it. If he comes back in Chicago, uh, what if like the AW Chicago fans boo him? Good. I hope they all do. I hope they all cry and boo. I hope everybody cries and boos when the goat comes back. <laughs> You know, Tim Tim did say he was gonna cry when he returns. I know, I'm gonna be this guy. That's right. He's like pointing at crying. <laughs> yeah, the crying guy in the crowd. Yeah. Word for word, Tim said, if punk comes back, I might be the crying CM Punk fan. Laugh my ass. Yep. Yeah. And when I said if, what I meant is when. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't be too much longer then, right? Because, well, no, it's June, right? June 21st, the show. So still June another month. Chicago. Yeah. Month and a half, basically. Did you guys see Santino Morella made a return to Impact and wrestled? Yes. Sorry. And I, he started doing sorry, the I normally just, thing and no one cared. I, I normally just follow wrestlers who matter. Sorry. I, just, I, I didn't see that. John Channa. <laughs> All right, what about John Morrison won a boxing match via knockout? <laughs> he did. And he called out, he called out KSI. KSI. Kill switching game. Which John Morrison... <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tim. Oh, wait, that's an I. Who's KSI? Why is the Brock dressed like the Undertaker? <laughs> Anyways, John Morrison was jacked. Darn, I didn't realize that he got that way for boxing. What Roy did? Like he was in better shape than any wrestling time. I mean, he was already ripped. What yeah, he did he? What, freaking what? huge. He's on that trim. No, but he's he's not like trim anymore. He's like jacked now. Damn. Um, it's weird. So nothing else to add, guys, on CM Punk. If not, Tim, give us your classic show of the week. My classic show. Classic of the show week. of the week should be Money in the Bank. Well, we've already against we've, <laughs> yeah, we, we've already done that one, so I had an and I did think of that. So we did have an alternative, um, and I believe it is a Royal Rumble. Hang on, I'm just pulling it up here. Against the Rock. Against the Rock, 2013, the end of CM Punk's historic. That was Punk's final reign. run, right? Uh, that well, was the he had, end of his. Was that the, the last end, rumble? The he was end in? of his super main event run. But that was the last rumble he was in, right? Or at? He wasn't at that following mania, right? He was at the next rumble, but he said he was hurt, and he rolled out, and he had staff affection. So when was he released? Before the next year's mania? Yes. Before Cena and Rock, two. Or the one, one of them, one of them, he fought the Undertaker, which is a great match. That was Cena Rock, Undertaker. Wasn't it? Taker. 
I will fight the Undertaker at WrestleMania. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Jeremy, but that's... Undertaker took Ric Flair's... Ric Flair. Now past son. No, it's not the same guy. Oh, yeah. That's a different son. (laughs) Oh, it's the oldest son? Yes. The oldest son? That was David Flair. Andy. Reed Flair is the one that passed. That kid was like six when that happened. But David Flair at that age looked like Reed Flair around the time he passed. Come on. The the Flair genes are strong in that family. Let me tell you, boyo. All right. It's Fleer. It is Fleer. Do you know Ric Flair was adopted off the black market? What? Yeah, that's in his documentary. What do you know about what do you know about a a baby arm holding an apple? Ah, so if anybody doesn't know that story. Arn Anderson one time walked into a hotel room, said that he saw Ric Flair standing butt ass naked. And he said that he could only describe what he saw as a baby arm holding a big red apple as the tip. So take that and get the visual that you want. That does it, folks. Thanks for listening. That that about wraps it up. That was episode 80. They said that we wouldn't get to episode 7. And all you doubters, I got three. All the people out there. You said that we wouldn't get here, and here we are. But uh, if that wraps us up, I will close it out. In all seriousness, we thank you so much for joining us for freaking 80 episodes. It's crazy. And if any of you have been here from the beginning, seriously, thank you so much. That's so cool. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Join us back again next week. Every uh, Tuesday, new episodes drop. And we will be back uh, with episode 81. So everybody have a great week. Go watch some wrestling. Go watch The Rock vs. CM Punk. Go CM Punk. And if you don't like CM Punk, then I just, I don't even know what to say. Anymore. All right, everybody have a good, great, <laughs> have a good, great, great week.